Hey friends, welcome to the Yet We Thrive podcast. We're your hosts, Jessica and Lindsay. Even though we're all part of this club that we never intended to sign up for, we are so glad you're here. We are a community for women who have lost babies or have struggled to get pregnant. And we're here to help you thrive, even in the midst of those impossible circumstances. So join us as we show you practical and sometimes unconventional ways every week for how to thrive in this one crazy life. Welcome back to the Yet We Thrive podcast. This is episode 134. This month, we have Yet We Thrive team member Casey Watkins on, standing in for Jess. Thanks for being here, Casey. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. It's always a joy to have you. And October is National Miscarriage and Infant Loss Awareness Month. So this month, we are doing all that we can to make miscarriage and infant loss less of a taboo subject. We're going to be talking about our Thrive Tip for the month today. But before we begin, something that's frustrating us and something that is bringing us joy. Well, you know, we've had really nice weather lately. Yes. And... All I want to do is go outside, mm-hmm. but the mosquitoes are treating me like they're dessert. I hate that. I'm sitting there getting eaten alive, uh-huh. and so I'm like, can we just, like, I'm ready for that good hard frost, you know, that will just kill them off. Can we just do that, please? Yes, please and thank you. Um, but my joy is my windows have been open for probably, like, a month. <sighs> it's so good. And... Both my cats love it and I love it. I bet they do. Oh my gosh, they're so cute. I went I went by the other day, my laundry room, and I have the screen door open and they're sitting there both side by side looking out the back door and their tails were touching. (laughs) So cute. It's like they're holding hands. I just (gasps) they're best friends. My fur babies. I love them so much. Anyway, what about you, Lindsay? I love it. Well, what's frustrating me is just our schedule right now. We're just so busy. And honestly, it's not the busyness that gets me because I love to be busy. I love having something to do. It's the scheduling. Mm -hmm. It's the, you have to be here at this time and you have to be here at this time. And you guys have to be at the same place at the same time. So how are we going to divide that up? And what is dinner going to look like tonight? Because we're going to be gone from four o'clock to seven thirty and that's dinner time and I don't necessarily want to eat out three times this week because that's a lot of fast food mm-hmm. and also a lot of money and it's just like this whole dance and my body is exhausted from it. Yeah. It just it takes everything out of me to like get all the schedules matched up when there's so much there. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I like if it's every now and then then it just feels like a puzzle and then it's kind of fun sure. to figure out like we're going to do this and you're going to go here and then this person's going to get picked up by this person and I'm going to see if this person can help out and do this. And it's like, it's just kind of a puzzle and it's like, okay, I can do this. I can figure it out. When I'm doing that three nights a week, I'm like fried. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I have nothing left in me to Mm -hmm. give to this scheduling business. So to all of you out there who that is like what you do professionally, I have so much respect for you because that is not an easy task. At all. Nope. <laughs> but what is bringing me joy is volleyball. Our two oldest daughters are in volleyball. And that's, I mean, honestly, that's a lot of what the scheduling is. Is vol- There's a lot more to it, too. But that's like the main chunk of it is the volleyball. But it has been so much fun. We've had the best season. This is the first year that my oldest, she's on the junior high team now instead of the elementary team. Mm-hmm. We just had our last tournament, la- our first tournament last weekend 
and it was a whole day ordeal. It was very long. I mean, it was like 14 hours that we were in this building, but it was so fun still just to watch all the games and cheer everybody on and just seeing them like work through the hard things and communicate and encourage each other. And it just was so fun. And then we have another one tomorrow. So it's much shorter and it's with the elementary team. So it's five teams instead of 13, but it's, I'm really excited to see them do the same thing now. So it's just, it is bringing me an immense amount of joy I'm also glad that the season is like eight weeks <laughs> because it's it's also exhausting. So it's good. It's good. Well, we talk to so many women here at Yet We Thrive, and so often we hear that women don't think their story counts or they think that since their story is quote-unquote less painful or not as bad as somebody else's story, that theirs isn't as big of a deal. Can we just say that nothing could be farther from the truth? Mm -hmm. What you have been through, whether it was a loss at six weeks or full term, it was a loss, period. Not being able to get pregnant when you've been trying is a loss, period. Your story matters, and it deserves being honored, especially by you. So, first things first... We want you to take a deep breath in, hold it for a moment, and then breathe out long and slow. Now tell yourself, my story matters. My circumstance has been hard, impossible even. I am allowed to feel my feelings deeply. My story is worth honoring. Are we allowed to start crying yet? Yep, you can cry. That's allowed. Because your story is worth it, and it's worth honoring. Okay good we've done it now that we've affirmed our stories mattered and should be honored we can move forward how do we go about honoring our stories there are lots of ideas that we're going to talk about but we want you to know that there is not a right or wrong way to do it this is your story remember so you get to choose how you will honor it absolutely casey what are some ways that you have honored or are honoring your story i want to start by saying that um, even though October is National Miscarriage and Infant Loss Awareness Month, I personally have not experienced a miscarriage. Um, My story is one of infertility. I've never been pregnant. Um, But I do have a story, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so I just want to put that out there so you kind of know where everybody knows where I'm coming from. Yep. Um, Foundations. And you know, this was such a good question and I really had to think on it because I feel like it's hard to figure out how to honor the lack of something, Mm. you know? Yeah. Like that's that's fair. When, when you've lost a baby, there was a baby there, Mm -hmm. you know, that was a life. Right. And that needs to be acknowledged and needs to be honored. And when you don't, it's harder to figure out, you know, there's, you're no less worthy of being honored. Right. But how do you do that? Yeah. You know, and so I really had to think hard about this. And for me, honestly, I think um, the way I've been honoring my story is just being open about it, especially Mm -hmm. on social media. It's not something um, that I I focus on necessarily. But when I'm having the feelings or when, um, you know, I I come to like a marker in time where I'm like, oh, this would have, you know, been that or whatever. Right. I, I do try to take a minute and just be open mm. about how I'm feeling and, you know, on the outside, everything looks good. Right. And 
Especially on social media when all we see is the little squares. The cute little squares, curated squares. Right. I mean, on mine, it's probably my cats. But um, every so often, you know, just getting yeah. out there and sharing like, hey, I don't have it all rosy. Mm-hmm. You know, this is hard stuff and I'm still going through it. Even mm-hmm. 10 years, like it, it doesn't end. So. Yes. That's so good. I love that. Thank you. Way to go. Way to honor your story, Casey. Way to go. Well, the biggest ways that I've honored my story are by going to therapy and talking it out with a professional, um, letting myself feel what I need to feel when I need to feel it, and starting and carrying out Yet We Thrive. Um, But honestly, the first way I started honoring my story was simply by sharing it with whoever would listen, even if that was only in prayer at times. I'm very much an external processor, so I would just talk about it when I could, and then when I needed to, I would write about it. You know, if there was nobody there to just, like, listen to me, I would just sit down and I would just write it out. I would either type it or I'd write, handwrite it, um, whatever I needed to do to process it. Um, and sometimes that meant writing out parts of my story, but other times it would look like working out with words, whatever emotions I was trying to make heads or tails of. Mm. So just trying to figure out right now I'm feeling confused. Why am I confused? I'm confused because I'm feeling a little bit sad and a little bit happy. Why is that confusing? Well, I'm feeling sad because of this and I'm feeling happy because of this. And is it okay for those two things to live together or should I choose one over the other? I mean, just like very Mm -hmm. much just like hashing it out and that is that's just been a huge part of me honoring my story and working through it and healing through it Um, but we've talked about so much of this before yet it still all bears repeating um there's so many ways to honor your story so we're going to talk about that what are some ways we can honor our stories Casey well hosting a remembrance party you could talk about the baby that you lost and what you thought your life with them would be like celebrate the too short time you had with them. If you've struggled with infertility, you could host a brainstorm where you talk about the things you want to do moving forward. Or you could talk about the way you wanted your life to look with the baby. I seriously just talked about this with a friend of mine. Really? We were talking about the fact that we thought we would be young moms. Right. And we're not, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I mean, I'm not a mom, but I, like if I were to get pregnant today, mm-hmm. I would be a mom at 31. Right. And I wanted to be a mom at like 21, 22. Right. And so there's kind of a a weird grief with that. Absolutely. That, you know, even though like it's not happened, it's in my case, probably not. Like it still is something that just, you know, being able to kind of think through that with another Mm -hmm. person Mm -hmm. and bounce those and then being able to hear at the very least, uh, you know, yeah, I understand you. And hopefully I agree. I have thought those things too. Like right. that's just. There's so much power in that. There is. There's so much power in that. That's so true. Mourn those things fully. Let yourself feel them. And then snuggle up with your comfort show or your comfort movie and some cookies and tea and popcorn or whatever your favorite snack is. Yeah, absolutely. And like we said, host a brainstorm, quote unquote, but like really, you don't have to like text your friends, like we're having a brainstorm, but just, just have a, you know, just be like, Hey, can you, do you want to come over and just pull open a bottle of wine and we can just talk about how we're just not at all where we thought we would be. Can mm-hmm. we just talk about that? Mm-hmm. Um, or however you want to frame it. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be, you know, that purpose either. 
I like I've had some of the best conversations just, you know, we got together just to hang out. And then like, I was just open and just said, Hey, you know, I've been feeling this lately. Have you ever felt this? Or, you know, what, what are your thoughts on that? Or can we share this or whatever? And it, it doesn't have to be a big deal. No, it doesn't. But just being open yeah. about it is yes. so huge. And sometimes it will happen organically mm-hmm. and you don't have to like open up an invitation for it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes there is something to be said about making that intentional time. And yeah. then you're like prepared, like, let's just do this. Let's mm-hmm. just, and you know your people, you know, do it with somebody that you know that you can do that and it won't feel as awkward or whatever. Or even just, it could be somebody you don't know as well, but you know that they've also walked that same and same path and you can just be like, hey, I would love to get to know you a little bit better. I would love to share our stories with each other and just to get some insight into you and your perspective. Would you like to come over and we can just talk about it? Mm-hmm. And I mean, if I had gotten an invitation like that years ago, I would have jumped on that. I would have felt like, thank goodness, finally, I'm just being invited into this open space where I can just talk about it one-on-one. Yeah. Because sometimes a group setting can feel intimidating um, or one-on-one or just with a couple people or, you know, whatever. It's just in somebody's home. And yeah, there's just a lot to be said about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you could also eat whatever your biggest craving was on whichever date or dates feel most important to you. Maybe your due date is the hardest day for you, or maybe it's the date you lost your baby. You can, we've had people on before who they talk about how they craved a a certain kind of ice cream. So when they want to remember and honor their baby, they go and get this specific kind of ice cream or Jess has shared how her friends eat pizza and they ask people with them to eat pizza. Or I've seen, I can't even remember who it is on Instagram, but on the, they're like, transplant day as they were walking through infertility everybody Mm. ate fries that morning Mm. and everybody sent their video of them like they got I can't remember what there was a reason there was a purpose behind it and it was there was something there was a cute little meaning behind it so everybody went and got french fries or hash browns depending on what time of the day it was some form of potato and they all sent in their video to them so that they could feel loved and supported and held and so you know you can come up with something like that if you want to make a fun take on it Um, just to honor your story. Mm -hmm. If you were never able to get pregnant, consider eating whatever food you were looking forward to eating during pregnancy on the anniversary of your hardest failed attempt. Yeah. Like the fries. Like the fries. Or whatever. Come up with your own thing. You know, like you just hear people talking about sometimes like, oh, when I'm going to, when I'm pregnant, I'm going to eat so much of this. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it's ice cream or chips. Or whatever, I always but. told Carl, I really hoped that I would crave like broccoli. Uh huh. You know, yeah. like <laughs> probably not, but I really was hoping. I was like, can we just crave something healthy so we don't have a problem? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I cr- salads were one of my biggest cravings all of my pregnancies. I just wanted salad, or like when I my pr- first pregnancy, my first two pregnancies, all I wanted was. I just wanted Subway with like mostly veggies. (laughs) So just like you have those conversations at some, well, not everybody, I guess, but Mm -hmm. a lot of people, you hear a lot of people talking about, oh, when I'm pregnant, this is da 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 whatever. So talk about that. Like, I wonder what I would have eaten. I bet it would have been this, or I bet it would have been this, or I bet I would have eaten something that started liking something that I've never liked before. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just make yourself a little platter of all the things that you're like, 
you know, it could be ice cream and pickles, right. <laughs> like everybody says. Right. You know, just just do something. I mean, you can get a tattoo that feels meaningful and significant to your story. I have all my family's birth flowers mixed in with forget-me-nots on my shoulder. Um, we can't have a family photo of us all together, so I have a tattoo of us together instead. And I love that. That's one of my favorite that. ways that I've honored my story is this beautiful tattoo that I have. I love that. Yeah. Go on a vacation you'd hope to visit with them one day. Yeah, or you can sign up for a walk to remember or something like that where other families are gathered together to remember their losses. Mm-hmm. Light a candle or send off a paper lantern. Or like Jess, you can purchase a brick or a stone with your baby's name on it. Um, or you can even donate to a favorite cause in their name. That's one of my favorite ways that I've heard. It's like you pick a cause. It could be related to miscarriage or infertility or whatever or it could be something entirely different you could buy some families in africa some goats and do it in either in your baby's name or if you've never been able to get pregnant you could still say baby watkins or you know like there's just so many it doesn't matter if there was a physical baby or not Mm -hmm. because in your heart there's always been that baby that was supposed to be there right Definitely. You could plant flowers in your garden that will come up every year to remember the baby that you lost or plant the same flowers every year knowing that they are just for them. Yeah. Or even with infertility, just plant some every year just like as a sign of strength. Yeah. (laughs) Because you're doing this hard thing. We are going to bloom, guys. We're going to bloom. Plant them every year. Plant them once and have them come up. You know, find the perennials that thrive in your area. Daffodils. And every, yes, daffodils, tulips, hyacinths, whatever, have every year when they come up, you can remind yourself, I will keep blooming mm-hmm. and I will keep rising out of the dirt. That's right. Yep, absolutely. Um, spend time volunteering, doing something that is meaningful to you. This could be an organization or it could be doing something like making meals or bouquets for people who need it. Mm-hmm. You could donate blankets, hats, or cards to local hospitals for families who are currently suffering a loss. You can go to a gravesite or a place that's special to you to remember them. Or throw a birthday party for them. It doesn't have to be big. Take out cake and balloons. You know, this is something uh, my I have a, a loss in our family, someone close to us. And every year I take her a birthday cake. As you should. And what a beautiful thing. Just that a beautiful just, for you and her. Just as a little, yeah, I'm thinking of you. Mm-hmm. And I don't even really call it a birthday cake, you know, but yeah. in my mind, it's yes. a birthday cake. Yeah. For that little baby. Yes. I love that so much. You can write down your story or you can share it with somebody. You can do that face-to-face with somebody you know, or you can share it on a podcast or through social media. Um, Honestly, the best, if you ask me, the biggest way anybody can honor their story is just by admitting that what they went through was really hard and it was real and it stretched them and tested them. And then after that, simply by taking the next step forward. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are so many ways to honor your story. And remember, you can do it by yourself with your partner, or with all of your people. Definitely include your people. Mm -hmm. There is no right or wrong way to do it. This is your story, and you get to choose how to honor it. And whatever that looks like for you, we would love to hear about it. Let us know on Instagram at YetWeThrive, or email us at hello at YetWeThrive.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you feel encouraged to honor your story, not only this month, but every month of Thank you so much for joining us on the Yet We Thrive podcast. If today's episode had any impact on you, we would 
love it if you would take a screenshot or write a quote to share on social media. Don't forget to tag us at Yet We Thrive so we can see. We would also love if you hopped onto your listening platform to leave us a review. These things will help us to spread the word and keep on thriving. Until next time.